Welcome to another Take Note podcast, episode 48. My name is Chris Harper. This podcast is a 10-minute version of Take Note, the radio program heard on Harvest Family Radio Guam. During that program, we asked listeners to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God between songs. We take the outline from a couple of our favorite programs each week, minus the music, and feature them here. Visit our website for more at khmg.org, khmg.org. Today, we ask you to take note of Matthew 20, verses 29 to 34. It's a rather obscure passage of Scripture today. It's an account you may have read, but it's short. It reminds us about the power and mercy of Christ, but it also gives us an interesting insight on needs and calls for help. Two men are healed in this text. They cried out to Jesus while sitting by the wayside, and despite the rebuke from a crowd nearby, they cried the more and receive their healing. And that's our theme today from Matthew 20, 29 to 34. There are only six verses to address today, and this is not among the most well-known healing stories in the New Testament, but it's one I took a few key insights from as I read the greater context. It can tell us something about the nature of a crowd and the determination of people that are desperate for help. So let's read the whole passage of Scripture first, and then we'll take a closer look at each verse. Matthew 20 verses 29 to 34. And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him. That is, they followed Jesus. And behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And the multitude rebuked them, because they should hold their peace. But they cried the more saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. And Jesus stood still and called them, and said, What will ye that I should do unto you? And they say unto him, Lord, that our eyes may be opened. So Jesus had compassion on them, and touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. This account of Jesus begins like many others in the Gospels. It records his travels and tells of the crowds that followed him. But something slightly different happens in this one. Let's look at the first verse, Matthew twenty twenty nine, And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him. The group following him as he departed Jericho would have been similar to others. Some would have come along to hear what he had to say or to see what he might do. Perhaps they came along to record his words that they might use them against him. Perhaps there were some that heard about his miracles and needed a miracle of their own. Others might have just been curious. Whatever the reasons they followed, most would have been paying attention to him. And this is perhaps why they objected when the two blind men cried out. Matthew twenty thirty, And behold, two blind men, sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus passed by, cried out, 
saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. So these two were not following. They were by the wayside when Jesus and the crowd passed by. But when they saw Jesus, they took action. They were like us. They took action because of what they believed. And it becomes apparent reading what they said that they believed Jesus could have mercy upon them, that he was likely to have mercy upon them. If you know the record of Jesus' journey in ministry, you'll know what their cries of have mercy on us were likely to mean. He was a regular healer of those he encountered that were sick. And these men were blind. The words have mercy used here mean help the afflicted. And they were afflicted with blindness. They were standing near someone at this moment that could help. And so they requested his mercy. And they called him the son of David, which was the name by which at this time the Messiah was most commonly known. This means they had the right perspective and they were asking the right person. But you do wonder as you read if the crowd noticed any of this or whether they were concerned in the slightest for these men and their blindness. Matthew twenty thirty one, And the multitude rebuked them because they should hold their peace. But they cried the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, thou son of David. This multitude told the men to be silent, to hold their peace. Perhaps they wanted to hear what Jesus said. They didn't want to be distracted. Whatever the case, these men didn't stop. It says they cried the more, having the same request, calling Jesus the same name again, Messiah. I actually made a few notes as I read the account. First, about the multitude. They were seemingly lacking all compassion for the people they passed. And they were united in their call for those in need of mercy to be quiet. They were more interested, perhaps, in their own concerns regarding Jesus. Maybe what he could do for them. Whatever their motivations or faults in this case, crowds are not known generally for their collective wisdom. We often, as individuals, get caught up in the passions of crowds. We shout things we would have never shouted on our own. We go along with things we would probably reject on our own. And I also thought about these blind men, their commitment, their faith. In need of help, they asked for help, and they continued asking even after they were rebuked. And they asked the right person, taking the only opportunity they may have had to be with Jesus. We can learn something from both of these things. But in the end here, they got Jesus' attention. Matthew 20, 32. And Jesus stood still and called them and said, What will ye that I should do unto you? Well, we actually, as we read the account, found it easy to determine, based on what they said, what their request was. But Jesus asks, What do you want me to do? He didn't want them to be quiet. He didn't find them a distraction. He heard what they said, and he responded. And so did they. Here's what they said in Matthew 20, 33. They say unto him, 
Lord, that our eyes may be opened. You don't make a request like this without faith. They had to believe that he could do it. They seemed to know who he was, and no doubt they had heard something about him. Testimony must have been given about his power in some context in which they were. And everything they believed about him was right. He was the son of David, the Messiah. And he did have all the power perhaps they had heard about. And they were about to have firsthand knowledge of who he was and of his power. Matthew 20, 34. So Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes and immediately their eyes received sight and they followed him. So Jesus was not like the crowd. He had compassion. He saw their need and he did not choose to pass by. He chose to step in and to change them. He did as they asked in faith, and they followed him, having experienced his mercy, having felt his healing touch, having knowledge of who he was and what he could do. They rightly called out more than once for mercy, and it was on its way, sent by God. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. In every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for listening.